price increases uh, since that video was produced. So somewhere in the neighborhood of actually $4 to print a Bible and to ship it and to put it in the hands of the missionary. So that gives you kind of a feel for where, we're, uh, where we are on what it's costing us to put those scriptures on the mission field. Now this year been an unusual year like it has for so many churches. Uh, our ministry as well because of COVID and sicknesses, shutdowns, uh, shortages in supplies and, and everything like that. But we still had a good year. Uh, early on in the year, the Lord let us print 34,500 of these Spanish Bibles here. And out of these, we were able to put 24,000 in that ministry there in Cajamaca, Peru with Brother Don Rich. And um, last year, when we shipped him the container, um, it took 10 weeks, and the container was completely empty, and his Bible supply was totally exhausted. And so the paper right now uh, on the print shop, and I said that, I said it wrong. This year, when we got the container to him, uh, we shipped it, and when it got to him, 10 weeks' time, it was completely gone. And so on the print shop floor right now is another load of paper, and uh, we'll soon begin printing another supply of Bibles to be sent there. Normally, when we get a tractor-trailer load of Bibles, normally we'll be able to print around 25,000 Bibles out of that 44,000-pound load of paper. And so anyway, that project uh, is in front of us. Of course, we did the early part of 2022. Um, because of shutdowns and sicknesses and and shortages, we have not really done as much as we would love to do. But anyway, uh, after that project was printed, uh, we was able to print this English Bible, and we was able to print, let's see, it was like 40, 41,000 of these. Um, out of the 41,000 of them, uh, uh, there was a quantity that went to Guyana, West Africa, and in multiple churches and ministries around the states here. And then we've also taken... Um, uh, about 20,000 of the, of the Bibles, uh, and uh, rather than putting a vinyl cover on them, we put the, a military cover on them, and these have been reaching out, going out. One, one ministry uh, took 10,000 of them, but there's uh, ministries all over the country that are reaching into, nursing, uh, into veterans' homes, I should say. And then also uh, one, one, one church in Alabama has a ministry where they go to gun and knife shows. And they set up a table to give away gifts to veterans. And a uh, pastor called me the other day and was telling me about uh, a show that they had, uh, a gun and knife show they had been to, and about how many Bibles they had given away just in that one show there. And so what a joy that is, amen, putting the Word of God in their hand. And so those, those uh, military Bibles, uh, uh, they're, they're going out constantly. Uh, we've got about 6,000 of them left on the floor from what I was told this past week there in the print shop. And uh, they're being uh, uh, bound and the covers put on them. And then they're going out uh, in a regular way. Earlier in the year, too, the Lord let us print a truckload of paper. And um, in that truckload of paper, somewhere in the neighborhood of about 400,000 John and Romans. Uh, uh, we did a project with uh, about, about 196,000 of these uh, uh, Spanish John and Romans. Those go to soul winners all around the Spanish-speaking world. And then this English, John and Roman here with the patriotic cover, the American flag on it. Um, those have also, the balance of that, um, of that truckload went with those. And so anyway, 
down on the table there, there'll be those, those Bibles out there. If you'd like to go by and look at them at the end of the service, uh, we'd count that a real blessing. If you would, go by there. Please get a prayer card from us. Uh, out of sight, out of mind. The older I get, the more I need somebody to remind me. And so uh, please go by and get a prayer card off the table if you haven't already gotten one. One of the things we've done, and I'll, I'll finish with this, uh, we've, uh, Brother Fleur that was talking about, Brother Tony Stark there in Uganda, and um, anyway, us printing those uh, cards for him, those gospel cards. And um, this is a little larger version of that card that we printed for him. Uh, and uh, anyhow, uh, we, uh, the verses of Scripture on the rear, this is really just a gospel track for what this is here. But um, because of COVID, the shutdown, uh, the inability for churches to reach into their community, uh, soul winning, uh, we took this same card, we enlarged the size of it, set it up on an EDM or EDDM format, every door, direct mail. And we've been printing these for local churches, sending them to local churches for them to do mail-outs in their communities. And we've done millions of those things that have just uh, uh, gone all over America where churches are. Of course, the postman can go where you can, amen? And so um, that's what we've, we've also been doing that. Uh, that is, we've been working through the year there at Victory Baptist Press. Miss Vicki and I, uh, uh, we went on with the press in 1999, January of 1999. And for the last, well, we're all soon be coming up on 24 years. Uh, the Lord's led us crisscross the country, uh, keeping churches informed about this ministry, trying to challenge them to be involved in printing the Word of God. Interest of thy word still gives light. Amen. And what a need there is. Missionaries on third world, which I don't have to tell this church anything about missionaries. You're, you're, well, you're well versed in world missions. Uh, but missionaries on the third world country on the mission field can't just walk down to the local corner store <coughs> and put their hands on a copy of the Word of God. And so ministries like Victory Baptist Press, I know that y'all support some other ministries that are involved in printing the Word of God. And I commend you for it. What a joy it is to have a part in putting the Word of God in somebody's hands. You know, hey, listen, you can lend, win somebody to the Lord, lead somebody to the Lord with a gospel track. Amen. I've done it many, many times. Most of you have done it many, many times. But, hey, listen, if they're going to grow in grace, learn how to live the Christian life, they've got to have the Scriptures. And so, anyway, that's what the ministry's been all about through the years since 1984. And uh, we would appreciate your prayers. We certainly serve a God who can. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills, owns all the gold in the hills. Nothing's too hard for him, amen. And so uh, we'd appreciate you praying for the ministry. And then, of course, uh, if you think about it, pray for Vicki and I as we're out on the road. Taking your Bibles tonight, we'll go to 1 Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians, excuse me for a moment. <coughs> hey. 1 Thessalonians, uh, and um, I'll read a lengthy portion of Scripture, so uh, if you'll just be patient with me while I read, and then we'll come back. And, uh, of course, you read along with me. You correct all of my mistakes, uh, and I'll make plenty of them. It says, Paul and Savinius and Timotheus, uh, under the church of Thessalonians, uh, which is in God the Father and in the Lord Jesus Christ, grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, we give thanks to God always for you all, making mention of you in our prayers, uh, remembering without ceasing 
your work of faith and labor of love and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ and in the sight of God and our Father, knowing, brethren, beloved, your election of God, for our gospel came not unto you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Ghost and in much assurance, as you know, what manner of men we were among you for your sake. And ye became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with joy of the Holy Ghost, so that ye were examples to all that believed in Macedonia and Achaia. And from you sounded out the word of the Lord, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place your faith to God's word is spread abroad, so that you need not to speak anything for they themselves show of us uh, what manner of entering in uh, we have had unto you, and how did you turn to God from idols to serve the living and the true God, and to wait for His Son from heaven, whom He raised from the dead, even Jesus, which delivered us from the wrath to come. Let's bow our head in just another word of prayer. Father, Lord Jesus, what a joy. It is, Father, to be here tonight. Thank you for the testimony of this church. Uh, we've heard of it for many years. And now, Father, you've given us the privilege to be with these, our brothers and sisters in this service. And, Father, we're praying that, God, that there's something through the night that we might could say, Lord, it might would be an encouragement. Lord, it might be a, a help. It might give some instruction. And, Lord, it might be a blessing, Father, to someone tonight. Heavenly Father, I pray if there's anybody sitting here tonight, maybe a visitor, and sit here and don't know you as their personal Savior, it'd be our prayer, Father, through the work of the Holy Ghost, that you would deal with that heart and show them their need for thee. And that night might be the glad night, the good night, they give their heart and soul to you. And then, Father, if there's someone that come in the building tonight, possibly come through the doors a little wearied and well-doing uh, or discouraged, uh, I pray that something which be said tonight they would encourage their heart. Lord, we pray you bless these, our uh, brothers and our sisters. Thank you for the, uh, for the kindness and the generosity that they've shown to Vicky and I since we've been here in Alaska. And Lord, Lord, just continue to bless them. And we'll thank you for all that you do. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I want to take a few moments tonight in verse number 8, kind of focus there. Uh, he said, from you sounded out the word of the Lord, uh, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place. Your faith to God's word is spread abroad, so we need not to speak uh, anything. The Bible, you know, we are epistles uh, read and known of all men. Uh, and uh, I've, uh, I've heard of the testimony of this church for a number of years. And what a joy, as I said a while ago, to be here in the services with you. Noah, he's talking about this church there at Thessalonica and the, and the testimony that they had. Uh, and he's talking about how that the word of the Lord spread, uh, sounded out, uh, amen, uh, from them. Uh, and that, uh, that their faith, amen, uh, every place uh, is talked about and spread abroad. And uh, isn't it a truth tonight? That's what about world missions is all about. It's one beggar telling another beggar, amen, uh, where he found bread. Uh, someone would say, well, I'm just too bashful. Uh, I'm too nervous about being a witness. Uh, 
The best witness you can be is when you just tell somebody what Jesus done for you. Amen. Uh, I'm telling you, friend, uh, oh, he's been so good to us. Uh, Vicki and I, uh, April the 27th of 1979 at the Florida Town Baptist Church. Uh, I was a 27-year-old Baptist on my way to a devil's hell. Uh, hey, friend, uh, had my name on a card, uh, and I'd been through, the, no doubt, the baptistry. Uh, and uh, anyhow, uh, but hey, listen, there was one thing lacking, and that was old-fashioned salvation. Uh, I'm sure glad that night. I didn't want to be there, but I went anyway. Uh, and I'm so glad I was there that night. And through the preaching of the Word of God, uh, the Lord pulled back and showed me I was lost and undone. Uh, saved my never-dying soul that night and made me a new creature. Uh, and hey, listen, friend, tonight, uh, just like Paul, uh, over and over and over again, uh, hey, we before uh, maybe uh, someone on the street, or maybe before a king uh, and before a throne, uh, hey, he had one thing to say, and that was what happened back yonder on the Damascus Road, uh, and how God so, uh, showed him his lost estate, uh, and how he saved him there, uh, and made him that new creature in Christ Jesus. Uh, he said, from you uh, sounded out the word of the Lord. There's not a greater need uh, in this world today than the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, hey, I'm telling you, friend, uh, we could develop ministries over and over and over again uh, to meet uh, humanitarian needs and on and on, uh, and I'm all for all of that. Uh, but I'm telling you, friend, uh, the gospel is the most important thing uh, in this world. Uh, it's the paramount purpose uh, of every Bible-believing church. Uh, amen. Is to get the gospel to a world uh, that needs Jesus. Uh, thinking about a gospel tonight, and I'm talking about a gospel, as Paul said in verse number 5, uh, a gospel uh, with power. Uh, hey, that was the power of God uh, that turned the light on for this old boy. Amen. In that revival meeting that night, uh, the preacher that night, his name was David Shepherd. Uh, I didn't know it. David was already a couple years younger than me. Uh, and uh, anyway, that night he preached, uh, and I couldn't tell you what he preached, uh, but I know what he preached, what it was doing. Uh, it was reaching down into my soul, uh, and it was tearing me all up. Uh, it was showing me my need, uh, and I'm so glad that night because of somebody praying uh, and the work of the Lord in that sanctuary. Uh, hey, when the invitation came, uh, I, I believe God saved me when I stepped out of the pew. <laughs> But I made my way to the altar uh, and prayed a centered prayer. Uh, but it was a gospel that had power in it, amen. Uh, it was a gospel that affected me uh, and touched me. Uh, hey, listen to the old prophet there, Jeremiah. He said uh, it was like a hammer uh, that broke the rock of stony heart, amen. Uh, hey, friend, Isaiah said uh, that it opened the blinded eyes, amen. Uh, and truly this world uh, is blind to her conditions. Uh, and it was also a gospel, amen, uh, that convict and to show us. Uh, that old jailer there heard Paul and Silas sing, uh, and he said, uh, uh, what must I do uh, to be saved? Uh, and I'm telling you, friend, uh, thank God for a gospel. Uh, 
that's got power enough to put joy down in the soul of somebody that they can sing while they're down in the bottom of a cell block. And then I think about a gospel not only with power, but a gospel that's endued by the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hey, listen. Exalting Jesus Christ. Magnifying Him. Amen. And the only begotten Son of God. Amen. Exalting Him. A gospel that's going to point out His sinless life. His vicarious death on the cross. Amen. Hey, this is going to point out the death, the burial, and the resurrection. Got to studying the other day, and this is chasing a rabbit. But I, uh, I got to studying the other day about that cross uh, and how that um, Simon the Cyrenian, uh, how that they compelled him to carry that cross. Uh, and of course, uh, you're guilty, and I'm guilty many times of laying that cross aside and not carrying it like we ought to carry it. But old Simon the Cyrenian, uh, he bore that cross. Uh, and hey, listen, uh, when I was reading and studying about that, and I got to thinking about the weight of that cross, uh, and uh, had that cross been used in the past, uh, uh, what, how was that cross constructed? Uh, where did they find the materials for that cross? Uh, and, uh, and I got to look. Hey, listen, thank God for the gospel of the, hey, the preaching of the cross. Uh, Working down in your soul and working down in mine. Amen. A gospel with power and a gospel endued by the Holy Ghost as the Lord does His priestly work. Amen. And then let me say a gospel that's filled with assurance. Boy, if you didn't get anything the day you got saved, that little thing called peace. We sing it. We got songs in our hymnals. Uh, and oh, you love to sing it. I do. Uh, those songs about the peace of God. Uh, that one thing the world could never give you. Uh, hey, money can't give you. Uh, position in society can't give you. Uh, hey, men, uh, talent and ability can't give you. Uh, but oh, hey, friend, uh, the day that Jesus Christ writes your name yonder in the Lamb's book of life uh, and the Holy Ghost of God moves in, uh, hey, that peace, uh, the songwriter would say, peace uh, like a river, amen. Uh, oh, when it moves down in your soul. Oh, what a, what a thought. A gospel filled with assurance. A gospel that lets me know that, hey, I've got a God on high that I can come before His throne at any time. Amen. Uh, I can cast all of my care upon Him, uh, for He cares for me. Amen. A gospel that tells me and reassures me that He can meet all the needs that I have in my life. Uh, oh, thank God uh, for the gospel. Amen. Uh, the teaching uh, of the peace and the joy, the fruits of the Spirit, Galatians 5 and 22. Amen. Uh, that gospel... Uh, Thank God for it. He said, spread abroad, amen, uh, spread abroad by the gospel. Uh, spread abroad not only by the gospel, uh, but then also spread abroad uh, by our giving. What a joy it is to have a part in carrying the gospel around this world. Uh, hey, friend, uh, throughout the scriptures, uh, uh, you can find it over and over again uh, where the Lord would make note. 
about somebody's giving. Uh, here in, in, in the, the, the chapter where we was reading, uh, he said there in verse 3, remembering without ceasing uh, your work of faith and labor of love. Uh, he says, in the patience of hope of our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of God and our Father. Uh, thinking about them, spread abroad by our giving. Well, I'm telling you, friend, <laughs> when I consider what the Lord's done for me, and what somebody gave in order for the gospel to get to me. And what the Lord's doing right now through His people to carry the gospel to this world. The poem writer wrote it, Go give to the needy sweet charity's bread. Forgiving is living, the angel said. And must I be giving again and again? My pitiful, pitiless answer ran. He said, Oh no, just piercing me through. Just give till the master stops giving to you. And I'm telling you, friend, the God of glory has never quit giving to this old boy. Oh, he's been good to me. Spread abroad by our giving. I know this to be a truth. You can't help give God. Amen. Uh, giving. Amen. Uh, because giving uh, uh, the gospel uh, is to be obedient to the great commission and uh, carrying this to the uttermost parts of the world. Uh, I'll not take time, but Matthew 28, we all know it well there, verses 18 to 20. Amen. Teaching us uh, to carry the gospel uh, and then giving because there's grace to give. You know what God does down in the heart of that Christian? He teaches that Christian not to be stingy. Amen. He teaches that Christian to teach. He teaches that Christian to, l to learn to Know where the gift comes from. Amen. Why, friend, everything you got, he gave to you. Hey, ain't that true? Everything you got. You say, well, no, I've worked hard. Yeah, yeah, you have. We've all worked hard. But I'm telling you, friend, it's God that's given to us. Amen. It's God that's given to us. Luke 6 and verse 38, Give, and it shall be given unto you good measure, pressed down and shaken together, running over, shall men give unto your bosom. Well, 2 Corinthians chapter number 8, there's that famous chapter there. It's all about grace to give, giving, and, and, and being obedient to give. I think about a time, Vicky and I was in Thomaston, Georgia, at the Faith Baptist Church, and because they had a Christian school, the pastor had asked us to come in a day early and do the chapels there at the school. And we did, and we were talking about the Victory Baptist Press and printing Bibles and how that uh, at the time we could print a Bible then back for $2 a Bible. And I remember from the, that, that evening on Wednesday night, we were in the sanctuary in the church uh, presenting the work. And uh, anyway, one of those students in that school came, and he had gone home that evening, and he'd gotten $2 uh, out of his... Uh, savings or out of his piggy bank or wherever it was and uh, and he meets us in the hall of the aisle of the church and he says to me brother richburg i want to buy a bible for one of those people on the mission field we're talking about a little six or seven year old boy there you know i want to buy a bible uh and then he didn't get the words out of his mouth but his little brother probably just maybe three years old uh, he come up he had two pennies uh, he says I don't have two dollars but I can give two pennies uh, hey listen uh, Jesus looked at that widow and her might uh, and hey he took notice amen uh, God doesn't need our large bank accounts uh, he just needs us to be submissive amen and to do what he wants us to do 
grace to give. And then also, grace uh, being spread, gospel being spread abroad by our giving uh, because it's godly to give. Amen. People I know in my Christian life since I was a babe in the Lord, I can tell you this, uh, if they were godly, they were givers. Amen. They give for themselves. And I could call names this evening. You wouldn't know those names. Uh, but I could call names and they are precious in my heart because I know them and I know who they are. And I know the sacrifices they made in my life. But hey, listen, John three sixteen for God's so little world that He gave. Amen. Why, well, friend, today, uh, giving. The money you give through the missions program of this church, uh, amen, uh, just shows the godliness in your heart and your willingness to be able to uh, carry the gospel to, to somebody else. Uh, think about the godliness. The godliness it is in giving. And then let me say next of all, spread abroad not only about our giving, but spread abroad by our gifts. He's talking there in verse 3 about the work of faith and labor of love. And I think about through these last 43, soon be 44 years since God saved me, people that I've come to know that I've learned to love, uh, knowing their involvement in getting the gospel to a world that needs Christ, uh, that they, people are using their gifts. Uh, there's mechanics out there uh, that's kept cars running for missionaries as they tried to run the, the roads to raise their supports. Uh, they might not have had a pocketbook uh, full of money, and they might not have had a bank account filled with cash, uh, but they had a toolbox filled with love, uh, and they could keep a vehicle on the road. Amen. Uh, how many times uh, I thought about that bus that cranked up early this morning uh, out here beside the gymnasium uh, in the wee hours of the morning while it was still 20 degrees. Uh, Hey, listen, uh, somebody turns the wrenches. Uh, somebody does the preparation. Uh, hey, listen, uh, that, bu that bus has got one motive, uh, and that's to get a sinner to the house of God uh, to hear the gospel. Uh, how many times are people using their gifts? Uh, thank God for every gift. Amen. Uh, our sister sitting at the piano got music out of that piano that I promise you Bill Richburg could never get off those keys. Uh, I could play it, but it wouldn't sound like that. Uh, our brother on the organ, uh, he could get something out of it. I couldn't get, but thank God for that gift. Uh, thinking tonight about other gifts that people have, the family that sang tonight, what a joy it is, amen, to, to use those gifts. Uh, that one that taught in the Sunday school hour uh, this morning, uh, that one that took their time uh, and studied and prepared their hearts uh, to give the gospel, amen, uh, that one that will travel and go to, uh, thank God for every one of them, uh, that'll take that gift, that talent, amen, uh, that God's gave them and use it to carry the gospel around this world. Spread abroad, he said there. And not only spread abroad by our giving and by our gifts, but also spread abroad by our going. By our going. Paul would say to Silas, Paul would say to Barnabas, he'd say, let us go see. And I'm telling you, friend, there's nothing, nothing like getting to see the work of God. He said in verse number 7, So that you were examples to all that believed in Macedonia and 
Achaia. Spread abroad by our going. I think about a fellow, he's living in Ohio right now, but we used to run a lot of old, a lot of mission trips into old Mexico, myself and him, and he was my co-driver. He'd sat beside us through those trips. Many times uh, we've run trips up to 16 hours. Uh, well, one time was northern Montana. It was uh, more like 18 to 20 hours. Uh, but hey, listen, uh, old Bob, he, uh, he had a gift, and he loved to go, amen. I thank God that he did. I could call names uh, after names uh, of people that's uh, done the work, amen, uh, that's gone and done the thing that God has sent them to do. Uh, thank God for our going. You know, you'll never get to a mission field and be a bore to the missionary that's needing some fellowship, amen. How many missionaries got encouraged because somebody took a few days and came alongside of them? Tried to pick them up. Tried to say something encouraging to them. Tried to compliment their labors. You know, the adversary, he'll spend as much time as he can trying to criticize them and try to put them down and try to discourage them and try to get them to leave that work that they're doing. Thank God for every now and then somebody will come by through the leadership of the Lord. Amen. Because God let them go. You say, well, I'm, I'm not able to travel. Do what you can, amen. But hey, listen, spread abroad by our going. There might be somebody sitting in this auditorium tonight and you're struggling in your heart. My mind right now, I can go to numerous people right now struggling in their heart about when and just where. They know God wants them to go, but they just haven't got the when and they hadn't got the where yet. But there's a God in heaven that's going to show them Amen. As long as that heart is willing, that's what he's interested in. Thinking about that, I was in a missionary, I was in a missions conference preaching in Louisiana. And uh, anyway, a missionary had his display sitting in the back of the sanctuary. And the mission, I mean, the, the, the board for the missionary was uh, by that white wall. And I'm in the pulpit preaching. Uh, and I'm seeing the name of the family on that card. And uh, anyway, the, the name was Nate Saint. And uh, anyhow, uh, I thought, I know Nate. Me and him has been together. I've, that, that name is so familiar with me. And uh, anyhow, I uh, uh, didn't get to speak to him after the services. And I went that night, went to my motor home. And about 2.30 in the morning, the, the Lord woke me up. He does that a lot of times. Uh, and he said, Nate Saint, 1956, uh, Ecuador, South America. He said, uh, there's a, there was Jim Elliott and those ones that went in there and landed that plane on that beachhead. And uh, anyway, the pilot of that plane, his name was Nate Saint. So I thought, well, this definitely ain't that Nate Saint. Uh, but anyhow, uh, the next the evening in the service, I got to talking to him. Young couple just out of Bible college, newlywed. Uh, they're headed to Columbia, South America to plant churches. And I asked him, I said, your name, where did your name come from? He said, well, my great uncle, he was a missionary. I said, was he, in, was he the one in, in Ecuador? Yep, he was the one. In, and anyhow, uh, uh, come to, he said, that, that great uncle, he said, I named after him. Uh, he says, uh, all of his generation, all of his siblings, they were missionaries. Uh, he said, the, the generation behind, they were all missionaries. Uh, and he says, and now we're all missionaries. Uh, and I'm just thinking, uh, what is it? Hey, it's that, it's that grace to go, amen, uh, spread abroad by our going, uh, just like his 
great uncle had plans to reach those villagers there on this bank of that river. Hey, now this boy and his wife are down in Columbia, South America, reaching the, the they're carrying the gospel, I should say, reaching sinners. I'm telling you, spread abroad by our going. Missionaries. I've seen the table there in the foyer, how it was covered with the prayer cards there. People, some of the people I, I, I know, amen, uh, from being in meetings with them. Uh, Ed, Eddie, how we've been driving that van this week, the past couple of weeks, and, uh, and uh, we've known Israel. We've known him since he was a boy. And uh, anyway, now we're, we found out that that must have been maybe a car he drove or something. But anyway, uh, uh, but hey, listen, uh, somebody is going to go. If you're here tonight, you know you've got to go on your life. You've got the call on your life to go. I promise you, there's not a better place to be than right in the will of God. Amen. Right in the very will of God. Spread abroad, he said, from you. Spread abroad. He said, the word of God. Sound it out. He said, uh, and your faith to Godward is spread abroad so that we need not speak anything. Well, I appreciate it if you'd consider going by that table tonight and getting that prayer card. There's some brochures of the ministry there. Uh, you could get one of those and you could pray for the Victory Baptist Press. You might not be able to leave Anchorage, Alaska and board a plane or board a boat and make a trip with the gospel, but you can surely have a part, amen, in that one that opens that Bible somewhere on a mission field, and they've got the Word of God in their hand for the very first time. You can go by way of that ministry. Father, thank you for this pastor. Thank you for his, gener uh, his generosity to us, his hospitality, and Lord, letting us be with these our brothers and sisters. And now, Father, we pray that you give him wisdom tonight. Lord, as he gets ready to close this service, Lord, we've not really spent much time tonight preaching about the gospel message. Lord, you said, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Maybe somebody's sitting here tonight, and Father, they're needing to put their faith in you. Father, give the pastor wisdom as he takes the service now, and as he closes it, and we'll thank you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. With heads bowed and eyes closed still, as we head into a time of invitation, let me ask that question right now. Maybe you're here right now, and this thing of your salvation has been bothering you. Maybe you've been in this church for years, or maybe you're visiting, you just don't know, but you know you're just not certain. Pastor, I need you to pray for me. I, 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 I don't know what's going to happen to me for sure when I die. Please pray for me. If that's you, would you just raise your hand and let me see it. Anybody here like that, just put your hand up. Let me, hit, let me see if you can put it back down. Anybody. I see a couple of small children is all I see. All right, Christian. We do have a responsibility for the spread of the gospel. Through giving, through going, through our gifts. This week. Let's spread that. As one of the texts that was read in the, in the presentation, woe is me if I preached not the gospel. That should be all of our focus. Woe is me. The responsibility that puts on us. 
determine this week, you know what, I'm going to grab some tracks. I'm going to look for those opportunities that God's going to give me. Woe is me if I don't. Be praying, Lord, put the, put the people right before me. Lord, give me the boldness, the words. We have a responsibility to spread the gospel. Again, just for a minute, take your mind to a place to where as if you were the lost one. You were your own co-worker, your neighbor, not knowing. You could just take a smile and a handing of a gospel track. Well, why don't you read this when you get a chance? I'd like to invite you to church. Anything I can do to help you? We have a responsibility to spread the gospel. Lord, work on your hearts tonight. You come and pray. Father in heaven, bless this invitation, Lord. I pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Let's all stand to our feet. Page 520. And if you need to come and pray, you come and pray.